Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hello there, Rod at A Better Way to Farm. Excited to bring you this week's episode on the podcast. Today we want to talk about what are you learning? I'd like to thank my friends Jim and my friend Mike for prompting this because those two guys together gave me a great idea here on something to talk about, something to share with you guys. You know, I, I often reflect back and I, as I travel, I meet a lot of people and occasionally I run across that individual who says, you know, I've never read a book since the day I left high school and inside that breaks my heart. Because the bottom line is, we do live in the greatest nation on earth. There is no chance, no way, no how that we can call ourselves anything but lucky. We won the birth lottery because we were born here. And we have the freedom to be as stupid as we want to, which I guess is a good thing. People fought and died for us to have that freedom. But we also have the freedom to be everything that we can, to learn as much as we can, to accomplish anything that we want to accomplish, to pick any career that we want to pick. For those, the majority of us who are listening to this podcast, we have chosen agriculture. For whatever reason, we have roots in it, or we fell in love with it, or somehow it has a calling that we cannot just let go of. And so we're an egg. And I think that's awesome. But the question becomes, you guys have heard me say it before, are we in agriculture and do we have the same experience for 40 growing seasons? or 50 growing seasons, or do we actually have 40 years or 50 years worth of experience? I've been doing this, I think I'm about to finish my 29th year here. I did not have the same experience 29 times. We have worked and studied and read and went to seminars and listened to people to dig through all the information that we could, and we're still doing that every day in an attempt to bring you what we believe to be the best information. And guys, we're very specific in what we do. I try to help some of you guys out with a little bit of chemical stuff, but that is not my fastball. And I'm the first one to tell you there are certain things that you're going to need to go to other people for, and I will be the one that pushes you there. We do fertility, and we want to make sure that we're doing fertility and that we're doing adjuvants that don't screw up the fertility. The first person that prompted this What Are You Learning episode was my friend Mike from over in eastern Minnesota. Mike called. He just had a chat with the local nutrient salesman. I'll just leave it at that, with the local nutrient salesman. And the guy came out. He had looked at Mike's beans, and he went to one particular field that Mike had. And Mike's very proud of him. He was like, I believe these beans are going to be 20 bushel better than any beans we have ever grown on this farm, ever. And Mike reached out to me last year in the wintertime, their late fall, And he was like, I'm not happy with my bean yields. I think there has to be a better way. Will you help us? And of course, we're honored to do that. So Mike and his dad loaded up in the pickup, headed over to one of our two-day fundamentals agronomy seminar, did the soil testing, did exactly what it said. His tissue test just came back, I think, yesterday. And it was just astounding to look at them. Sufficient to high in everything except one department. And at this stage in that plant's life, it's pretty hard to meet that last need that he was short in. But the the bottom line is, I see tissue tests all the time, and everything across the board is low deficient. 
his tests are reading sufficient to high. Had a couple that were just a skosh excessive. So we'll make some changes next year. But the point is this. He said that he has never seen a soybean with so many pods on it. That his beans are just loaded with pods. And that they're hanging on to them. And so he's super excited about what he's seeing. And here's the funny part. <laughs> the nutrient salesman looked at him, looked at the beans, looked at Mike and said, Hey, you really match the right seed to the right field. And Mike just smiled. When he told me that, I literally laughed out loud. Because, guys, there's so much of agriculture right now, so many people involved in this business, and they really do believe that the best way to do things is what I refer to as a blow-and-go. Blow on some fertilizer, go really fast, and hope it works out. Guys, hope is not a method. we got to give up hope and get a plan. And if we give up the blow-and-go, and we're willing to... Now, what did Mike do? Well, Mike probably made two extra trips across this field. Mike may have spent another 30 bucks, maybe even another $40 per acre. Would you trade two trips across your field and an extra 40 bucks an acre for an extra 20 bushel of soybeans? That's the question. Do we want to get involved in management or not? Because the bottom line is, let's be honest, if we're just blowing and going, blowing on some dry fertilizer, planting it as fast as we can go, spraying it, harvesting it, that's not really intensive management. And let's talk about some of the things we can do. So what are you learning? Well, what books are you reading? What articles are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? What seminars are you going to? Because Mike and his dad loaded up and they came to our two-day Fundamentals of Agronomy class. They went home and they implemented on part of their acres. They didn't do our whole system on every acre, but they did it on part of their acres. And the response that they're getting is astounding. And it isn't just as simple as Oh, you really matched the right hybrid to that field. In Mike's words, we planted the same pioneer number that everybody else around here has planted. It was the same thing. That's not what made the difference. And guys, it is important. Your seed salesman should be matching your fields to certain hybrids because some hybrids perform better in certain places. But that is only one piece of the puzzle. We've got to make sure that we're doing it all right. The other person that prompted this is a new friend of mine. I've never met him yet, but I'm going to here in about an hour. His name is Jim. Jim contacted me back about six or seven weeks ago and said, would you come to my town and do a meeting? I've got a group of guys and we would like to sit down and talk with you. And the answer to that is, yes, we will to the best of our abilities. Now, you guys know that I got to put a qualifier in there because daughter Karen is still not in great health and that is always our first priority. But She's getting better, she's getting stronger, and obviously I'm able to go do a meeting this evening. It is the first one in over six weeks, but we are going to go do it. And Jim and his friends are looking for a better way to farm. They've come to the conclusion that it isn't going to do, you know, doing it the same old way and hoping that we get a different result is kind of basically, according to Einstein, the definition of insanity. You do it the same way and figure out somehow that it's going to do it, we're going to get a different response. That's not how it works. Do the same thing, get the same results. And so if we want to do something different, then we can get different results. If we want to do it better, we can get better results. That's the bottom line. So we're going down to talk to Jim and his friends tonight to see what kinds of things that they can look at, implement. They're not going to do everything that I say. I'm fully aware of that. No one ever does. I don't even want you to. But they're going to figure out, we're going actually going out to eat at a Happy Joe's, and they're going to have a smorgasbord. 
And you know what? Nobody's going to go through there and take everything off of the smorgasbord. But everybody's going to go through and pick out four things that they like, four things they can do, four things they will enjoy. So what if next year you pick out three or four things that you can implement? And when you implement those, see what kind of response you get. Because that's the bottom line is what are we learning? Guys, I want to encourage you. If you haven't read a book for a long time, pick one up. Just grab a book, any book. I don't care what book it is and read. Expand our vocabulary. Make ourselves a better person. If we're not reading out of the Bible daily, I want to encourage you to grab that and read a little bit. If all you do is read Proverbs, there's some oftentimes what I encourage people to do is to just read the chapter in Proverbs that corresponds with the day of the month. And so there's a lot of interesting nuggets in there. It'll make us better people. But read something. Read something. I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to look at some alternatives. And I'd like to know what you're reading. I'd like to know what you're learning. Guys, we're getting ready here to start our season of the agronomy trainings. Actually, our first one's going to be here in about three days. It'll happen before this podcast ever drops. But if you're interested in that, we're going to have one that can't be too far from you because they're all over the United States. We would love to have you come and take a look. And you can spend this fall and this winter saying, hey, what am I learning? What am I doing to get better? Because the bottom line is, guys, we may need to embrace some alternatives. I'm getting calls right now. Today I got calls talking about astronomical increases in the price of DAP and MAP and potash. And, I mean, I think if you've listened to me very long, you know what my opinion of potash is anyway. But regardless, let's talk about how we can maybe get away from that. What are some things that we can do different? What are some things we can do better to get a better response? Guys, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We love being a little bitty part of your life, and we're honored that you choose to listen to our podcast. If you find value in what we do, we would ask that you go to the platform you listen to it on and give us a rating. That would help us out a lot. Karen, Kayla, myself, we would all really appreciate that. If you would be so kind, if you find value in this, to go ahead and share it with a friend, we'd be honored to have you do that. We always like to make more friends. If you're interested in more information, we have about 600 videos that we have done over at uh, on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, type in A Better Way to Farm, and you can find us there. If you need more information or you just want to talk, feel free to give me a call at 641-919-1206. You can send me a text, or you can go to the Facebook page and just send us a message. I promise you we'll get back in touch with you just as soon as we can. So on behalf of Kayla and Karen and myself, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Give us a rating when you can, and I hope you're having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.